You're listening to Neon Tenic. Neon Tenic. I can never pronounce their name. Hi, I'm Mike Petchy. I'm checking in with you. This is like a mini episode of In Love With The Process. I'm playing some badass synthwave. Here we go again. Does that not get you pumped up? Gets me pumped up. Got a synthwave boner right now. <laughs> Hi, welcome <laughs> to the mini episode of In Love With The Process. I'm your host, Mike Petchy. Hi, how are you? What's happening? What's new? Come on in, have a seat, push aside all this gear and all this stuff that's kicking around us right now. We are uh, knee deep in prep uh, for a few gigs right now. Can you tell by my high speed voice that I have been doing a hundred fucking things at once today uh, between booking hotels and rental cars and checking out gear and ordering equipment. Uh, I literally have my phone on silent waiting for Sammy's to call me to tell me whether or not they have a specific microphone that I need to rush to pick up. It is full swing, baby, pre-production on a shoot. I am doing a shoot for, I think I can say it. I'm going to say it. I'm doing a shoot for Bose this month. I'm doing one uh, next week. Um, it's exciting. We're going down to Comic-Con. We're doing this really cool shoot. I'm not going to tell you specifics on it. Um, but I am doing, uh, I guess you would call it like a social media campaign, which is crazy. Um, because as you know, if you listen to the show, I am surrounded by all sorts of really great gear. I just spent last week working with, uh, the new Fuji camp stuff or the new Fuji film rather stuff and uh, shot some really beautiful video footage with their new camera. Um, and uh, I've got the black magic sitting next to me and uh, this shoot, we're shooting everything with iPhones, <laughs> which changes everything. So we've been uh, testing on stabilizers. I've been testing on microphone units. Uh, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty crazy how the world of TikTok and Instagram stories has really changed the game when it comes to advertising. Um, but I'm into it, man. It's fun. It's going to be cool. It's pretty intense. I am uh, going deep with, uh, Gene is coming with us. Our buddy Ian Spencer is now in town. Excited. I just helped him uh, move into his apartment yesterday. He is uh, out here from Boston full time now. So he's going to be working with us a lot. Um, yeah, lots of shit to do. Lots of things going on. Uh, this job is interesting because I have to go shoot it and edit it that night for delivery, which is fascinating because I have to do uh, client revisions and everything. It's going to be pretty nuts. I was talking to the clients. They're like, we're going out for beer, right? And I'm like, yeah, I have a laptop. I'm going to bring a laptop with me and we can edit it at the bar. It's fine. <laughs> so it's going to be pretty intense. Speaking of laptops, speaking of laptops, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to rage for a minute here. Uh, and uh, stand by as I get into this and refine my anger again because I was just talking to my therapist about it last week and she was like, why are you so angry about this? 
So I went, okay, so I'm shooting this fucking thing with all iPhones, right? Which means that I have to get the footage from my iPhones to a computer simply done. And I know it can be done a bunch of different ways, but I also need a portable system. And because of the turnaround time, because of everything that's going on, there was a piece of me that's like, this needs to be as easygoing as possible for me. I don't want to get into rage spirals on whether or not my iPhone is showing up at a PC right now. So let me see if I can get my hands on a new laptop, a new MacBook Pro. And I was like, okay, well, let me do the research. Now, I did my homework prior to, you know, putting in a bid. So I went through the process of like researching the machines, looking at what's out there. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, for the mid-range, the mid-range should do exactly what I need to do. If I'm shooting potentially 4K on a phone and I'm just doing basic cutting, I'm not doing any 3D stuff, pretty basic. This should do what I need it to do. Not a big deal. So I put it in the budget. Budget's going to take care of it. The job will take care of it. It's equipment that's needed for the gig. Perfect. Good to go. So then I go through the process of ordering something through these motherfuckers. And it drives me insane. I don't know if you guys really enjoy uh, having to sign up for a waiting list just to pick up a box from a place. So right off the bat, I know that I'm getting into it with a company that I feel hopeless with to begin with, right? You always feel hopeless with such a giant corporation like that, where it's like they don't give two fucks about my problems or my issues. So if I have issues or problems, enter the uh, the desert abyss that is customer service with someone at the back end of it going, well, sir, we don't have the power to do any of that stuff. And you're just like, what the fuck am I dealing with you for? Anyway, this, I'm going to go deep here, guys. So order this, uh, this mid-range uh, laptop runs about three grand, right? Just doing 4K off of a fucking iPhone. It's not like I'm bringing in like raw files or red files or anything else. Just 4K off of an iPhone should be fine. Um, and so I was like, well, what if I want to go bigger? So I went through the process of like looking at how much it would cost to go bigger and whether or not I can get it. Any sort of changes on any of their base level products requires a special order, which I was looking at this two weeks, two, almost three weeks prior to my gig. The special order means I wouldn't get it until mid to late August, right? So right off the bat, I really can't upgrade to anything else for this to work. So I have to go with something that is pre-made, pre-packaged, mid-grade level. Got it. Let's do this. Three grand, did the research. It's going to be great. Go to their fucking place. And when you walk in there, it's like a temple, Right. We went to the one out here in Glendale. It's like a fucking temple. It's all glass structure, like weird tables, people walking around with their own little iPhones that they're doing everything on. So when you show up to the store, they just essentially log into the website and order on the website when you're in the store, whatever. So go in there, go through this thing. I have made an appointment to pick it up. I am picking this thing up at this time between this time. I have a half hour window to go pick up my fucking box. Okay, cool go into the spot. Now Gina comes with me and she's got to update her phone anyways. She's like, well, I'm just going to come with you and uh, I'll try it out. And if I like it, we'll just order a phone. Sure. Okay. So go in, wait. Guy comes over. Can I help you? Meanwhile, he wasn't doing fuck all like 10, 15 minutes prior to this, but it's all part of their game there, right? So you go in, you're like, okay. So uh, here is your box. Do you need me to walk you through it? Nope. Got it, man. I'm very technically efficient. Not a big deal. Appreciate everything. 
by the way, while we're here, we know exactly what phone we need. Can we just pick up that phone, grab us the box and we'll, we'll go? No, I'm sorry. You have to make another appointment to come in and get the phone. Okay. So how long is that going to take me? Well, we don't have an appointment available for the next 45 minutes. Okay. So that you just can't go get the box right there and just we'll order it. We don't need you to do anything. We'll just order it. Uh, no, 45 minutes. Okay. It's not real busy. Okay. All right, ma'am. Sounds good. So what do you, I'll, I'll, we'll go get dinner or something. We'll walk around the mall. Fine. 45 minutes. Seems like a fucking eternity, right? Because all I'm doing is to get, go in there to get a laptop and I'm already carrying the fucking thing. I've already got it in my hands, right? And I have to wait 45 minutes to go through this whole phone process. Let me shorten the story. It was a nightmare. Going through the process of getting it, getting the thing, and then going through the setup process. Nightmare. Nightmare. Supposed to be the easiest thing in the world to do, right? So at this point, I'm clocking in at like 8.30 at night, right? The store's closed. I come home. I come home. I shoot some stuff on the new phone, and I'm ready to rock, install, set up the laptop. I have to give it my fucking blood samples, my fucking retinal scans, my genetic code, all that bullshit to just use the fucking thing, right? So I get it going, load in the Adobe Creative Suite, which was the easiest thing out of all of them to do. Um, and then I'm like, cool, let me try to input the footage off the phone. Oh, that simply worked pretty good. I could do that airdrop or whatever. All right, maybe this is worth the hassle. That was pretty simplistic for me. Um, so then I was like, cool, let me run it in a timeline. So started up a sequence, started up a video track, put one layer of 4K ProRes from the phone in that timeline, played it. It played. Okay, the clients want picture in picture. So I'm going to take two more levels. So two more video tracks, shrink those down 50% so that I can move them around and play it. Doesn't play. Stutter plays. Stutter plays. Mind you, I'm like, okay, so this is at full res. I can't do this at full fucking res. I just paid $3,000 for a new computer to do, uh, to be able to work with a codec that has existed for over 10 years and to work with a format of uh, resolution that is standard on your fucking phone. So now I've got two layers of this video shrink down and I can't fucking play it back. So I go through the process of trying to do it again. Now the rage is boiling within me. Like I'm building a little bit of the rage here right now. It doesn't exist as much anymore because this was days ago, but the rage was building in me. I just spent $3,000 on this fucking laptop that I looked online and I went through the whole fucking process of doing this. Okay. Okay. So what the fuck am I going to do? And now you're in that mode. How many of you understand this mode when you're dealing with a, a company like Apple where you're suddenly like, well, I can do it at half res. So maybe I just take it for half res. And then there's a piece of me that's like, well, I'll just go do the edit half res and I'll just return the laptop after I do that. Not a big deal. So then I'm like, Gina's like, we'll check the return policy. I look at the return policy, 14 days. 14 days falls the day before my job is done. So I'm like, well, what the fuck now? I can't keep this thing. I can't use this. Okay. Okay. So this whole experience was useless for me. I went and I did the research and it doesn't do the simplest thing, which is, 
multiple time, multiple video tracks of 4K, and and two of them sized down 50% to be picture-in-picture windows. This is this is shit that your television can do. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like raging. Raging. So I go online and I'm like, well, I need to do this. I need to have a computer that'll do this for me on location to do the shoot. I can't even upgrade. I can't even upgrade it because each one of these computers that they're now building, everything comes soldered in. And they claim that because they've soldered in the memory and the processors and everything else, that it runs faster. Let me tell you, I opened up my 2012 fucking MacBook Pro, the one that I've been using for years, loaded the 4K footage in that, and it ran slightly slower than the new one that I just spent $3,000 on. It was insanity. And I bring this up because we are all victims as creatives. Because you all know that you're told that if you're a professional editor, if you're somebody that is a professional filmmaker, you should own a MacBook Pro. You should own Apple products. They tell you that. And they jack the prices up on them. Do do, do you ever really think how much actual hardware, how much raw material is needed to make a processor? How much more raw material is needed to make the faster processor? I would say barely any. I would say it's probably the same weight as the other one. Barely any. Why does it cost so much more money? Okay, you're paying for research and development? Okay, to a certain extent. But these are laptops that have been out on the market for over a year. And you're making these MacBook Pros in Los Angeles for video editors. Why would you not have the ability, have in stock multiple variations? Why are those not in stock? Why is everything a special order? You might say because of COVID. You might say because we've had trouble with import and export with China and everything else. Oh, I'm sorry. Whatever fucking factory that you guys were paying not enough money to, spending more money to put suicide nets around the fucking outside of it so that your employees don't jump off and kill themselves. Oh, that factory can't keep up with our with our orders and demands. Is that what you're going to tell me? No. I think what's going on is you guys create a bottleneck. Specifically, I think you guys do the same thing that you did with your customer service, which I need to make a fucking appointment to do this. So this is where my rage starts to bubble. And according to the therapist, this is because I have a serious problem with lack of control and lack of respect. These are two things that like trigger me, trigger me fucking hard. And is there any, and, and, and feeling um, helpless, three, okay? Is there anything more helpless than feeling like you're a victim to a giant corporation that you have to buy something specific. Can you imagine if like you got hired or I got hired tomorrow to dig a hole in the front yard and sweep the dirt off the driveway and I had to go for a fucking waiting list to get a fucking broom, but the broom that they're initially selling me snaps as soon as it hits a pile of dirt because it's not fucking powerful enough to push that pile of dirt. You know what I'm saying? Insanity insanity. And I know that this is a rage episode, but it's relevant. 
And I'm not going to talk about whether PCs or Macs are better for each other. Let's just talk about victims that we are to these giant corporations. And you've heard me talk to other sponsors, the good sponsors, the good companies, the companies that really give a shit about their customers. Great companies that give a shit about uh, the people that buy their products. Companies that are not just in it for the Ferrari money, for the, th for the second or third fucking Ferrari money, for the generational wealth game. You know what I mean? It's insane. So anyway, I now have this laptop that I'm debating whether or not I dropkick across the room. Thankfully, I didn't do so because then I couldn't return the fucking thing. And I said to myself, fine, what am I going to do? And Gina goes, swear to God, and I know they're a sponsor of the show, and I'm not saying it because of it. Gina goes, just rent one on ShareGrid. And I went, uh, do they rent laptops? And she goes, just rent one on ShareGrid. Save all that money that you were going to put aside for that. Use it for something else in the project and just rent one on ShareGrid. Rent one for two weeks on ShareGrid. And I went, huh, you're right. And honestly, that was the only place that I could get within two weeks a MacBook Pro that was powerful enough to edit 4K footage on multiple video tracks from a fucking iPhone. So anyway, yeah, man. So when you saw my post last week on Instagram where I was flipping the fuck out late at night, it was that, dude. It was that feeling like I'm a victim, feeling like I'm in the debt of this company. Oh, what the kid said to me, this blew my mind because this is the brainwashing that I'm fucking trying to, that I'm trying to beat out of all of you that are listening to this show right now. The kid says to me, he goes, well, I understand the situation that you're in and you know, you're not going to be able to get that kind of laptop in the next two weeks, but what you should have done, trigger, what you should have done was when the new laptop came out, you buy it, you do it on the on the payment plan basis, and then you're covered. And I was like, I didn't have this job a month ago. I didn't know I was going to be working on commercials again two months ago. So what you're saying is that I should continuously upgrade and buy every fucking product that this company puts out, put it on a layaway fucking plan, and then be in debt to this company and maybe make my money back. Maybe make my money back. Not even make my money back. Maybe be able to charge for it. And here's the irony, right? As a video creator, and you all know as content creators out there, if there was a bid out in the market for this company and they were bidding video people, they would pay us the bare minimum. They'd pit us against each other and look for the lowest fucking bidder on that job. They wouldn't even pay me to buy one of their laptops. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, this rage, this like heart pumping, high blood pressure, fucking rage that was running through me is because you feel helpless. Do you guys know what I mean? Do you guys feel it? And I know that there's a lot of you out there that are drinking the fucking Kool-Aid, right? You guys get excited about going down to like the Mac camp so that you're part of the geek squad, whatever the fuck, and you guys feel like you're part of a group that, because they've done a really good job of marketing themselves as an individual, right? As sort of a movement, right? 
all the way back to the old Ridley Scott commercial where she's running down the aisleway and tossing the hammer into the giant screen, 1984 ad. The irony is that they are now that giant fucking screen, right? And we all have rubber hammers. But we have social media. Mike, you can go vent on your podcast. What the fuck is that going to do? Other than maybe for like a half second, make you guys just look at it and go, do we really need this? Do we really want this? Is this really the case? Because we've seen them shift based upon market. We've seen them. And it, they're a big stubborn dinosaur. So it takes them a little bit to do that shift. But they started to change the way that they did their towers. So their towers can now have upgradable stuff in them because of the competition that they were getting from all the PC markets like Puget and everybody else. They changed that. They heard that all of us video people were pissed at them. And so here's my new call out to them. For the love of God, stop just making hardware that is barely better than your prior hardware that is then going to be tossed out. Don't sell us machines that can't be upgraded and that the materials can't be pulled out and changed in it. Because if I had bought that laptop for $3,000, which barely, barely fucking did what it needed to do for me now in 2022, um, and I'm supposed to hold on to that laptop for 10 years and I can't fucking upgrade it, that thing's going to get thrown out. $3,000 is going to go in the trash. It's going to be floating in the ocean outside of fucking China in a year and a half. In a year and a half. What the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> I came on hot. I wasn't really charged up about this. And I was like, well, I'll turn the heat on a bit. And fuck, I came, I came in real hot. <sighs> it's, you know what it is? It's just that helplessness. Do you, guys, do you guys feel it? Do you guys understand? Ask yourself, how many products are you indebted to? Ask yourself, how much do you spend a year on their shit? Ask yourself, how many times do I have to buy third-party things to make my other stuff work on their new piece of equipment? And then just ask yourself, like, is it worth it? How many times can you charge your client for the thing that you purchased from them? There's At this point, to get a laptop that's worthy of editing, it costs you more than the fucking camera does. But try to put that laptop on a fucking rental uh, list for clients, and they'll just go, you're not going to charge us for your fucking laptop. Actually, dude, it's more expensive than the fucking camera at this point. You know? Anyway, that was my, uh, that was my rage on that. And look, I specifically hunt for companies and sponsors that I believe in. And any company and sponsor that I talk about on this show, I never tell you guys that you need this gear. And these companies aren't telling you that you need this lifestyle and this gear in order to make your stuff. Use them as tools. Use them for what they're for. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, thank God for ShareGrid, man. And speaking of ShareGrid, while we're here, I'll do an ad read for them, right? Uh, because they're a great uh, company. They're a great sponsor for us. Uh, if you're someone that is sitting on a bunch of gear, right? Let's say that uh, you haven't got a job in a while and your camera gear is just sitting in the closet and you're waiting on that paycheck. You're waiting to pay off that Mac laptop that you just bought, right? Uh, why not put your gear to work for you? Go to ShareGrid.com backslash 
ILWP. There you can post up all your equipment. They take all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, camera, lighting, audio, grip, prop, or even location, anything production related. Um, and it's the largest camera sharing community with over 150,000 creative sharing over 1 billion worth of equipment. I had n it, they're a fucking lifesaver because I was able to get the laptop that I need to do this job, regardless of how much less money it cost me to do it that way. And I also feel good about it because the poor guy that I'm renting it from, I'm giving him at least 500 bucks to go towards that $7,000 bill that he did for that. So there you go. Maybe you got your hands on one of these laptops and you're in the same scenario that I'm in where there's a client that needs it. They can't buy it on the market. Put it on ShareGrid. You'll make some cash on it, man. Sign up today at sharegrid.com backslash ILWP and get $100 worth of promotional credits for your listings. So that means that you can put your listings higher than everybody else so that your laptop will show up earlier than the other ones do. It's pretty cool stuff. Use that link if you're going to go there to rent too. Just let them know that you're hearing about ShareGrid through our show. So it's sharegrid.com backslash ILWP. And do me a favor, head on over to ShareGrid's Instagram page for all you loyal listeners out there and just say thanks for supporting uh, In Love With The Process. Say we appreciate the fact that you guys have been a sponsor of the show. Um, this is really important to us because uh, I think they're going to renew. <laughs> Maybe they won't after they listen to today's episode, but uh, let them know that uh, we love them. And, uh, dude, they saved my ass. And that was a very um, natural sort of transition into an ad read. I wasn't planning that. It's true. Without ShareGrid, I wouldn't have been able to get the laptop I needed. It would have been a nightmare. I probably would have had to pack up my Puget Tower and take it to the hotel in San Diego and try to cut this there. But now, in theory, I'm going to be using the highest version of the MacBook Pro <laughs> just to cut 4K footage. But I'll be able to do it in the bar and drink beers at the same time. So I'm excited about that. I'll let you guys know how it plays, let you know how it works out. I just was so frustrated. Anyway, um, what else is going on? So we're planning that. Gene has got a couple things in production, which is great. It seems like everything's so fucking busy. Uh, my birthday's this weekend. Uh, my birthday's on the 17th. So thank you in advance for the birthday wishes. I love you guys. Um, yeah, I think we're going to do something on Saturday, which would be fun get together with some friends relax have some beers we good and uh let's see what else is going on oh also i wanted to come on and remind everybody that if you listen to this week's episode with zach matthews i'm talking about crunchy fingers the guy who designed the logo for the show the raging skull with the synthwave uh, flame background um zach designed our logo and he also did a beautiful series of pins because that's what he does he makes these amazing pins um these amazing enamel pins and um he made me for the show for the guests of the show a very limited edition pin uh so i've just been giving that out to guests i did a post on my instagram on whether or not you think that you're a super fan of the show i've had a bunch of people sort of pleading their cases on why they're a super fan and a lot of folks asking, what is a super fan? Well, let me just say this. Super fans are the fans that are continuously writing notes and posts and telling me what they think of episodes. Super fans are the people that are suggesting guests to the show. I've booked a lot of the guests on our show because of fans uh, suggesting them, 100%. 
um, super fans are getting other people to listen to the show. I've got a super fan that got his entire film school to listen to the show. Uh, you're a super fucking fan, dude, 100%. And the benefits of being a super fan, you might get your hand on one of these pins. Uh, you might get invited to a special screening. You might get invited uh, to, to, you might be first in, the, in line to win specific gifts and gear. We're working with new sponsors on giving out new gear and gifts. So super fans get you all sorts of access to stuff, but most importantly this week, you could potentially get one of the pins. So if you think that you are a super fan, plead your case. Tell me why. Head over to Instagram. You'll see the post for it. Drop a, uh, a note underneath in the comment section and uh, we'll go through them. But for everybody else that wants a pin, one of those crunchy finger pins, Zach has created his own variant of those pins. And I've been posting some pictures of that stuff. He has a uh, orange flame pin variant, which is beautiful. Uh, and he also has two other versions that are very limited. I think he's got like sort of like a, a galactic sort of spacey one. Um, they're all going tomorrow up on his website. And these fuckers are going to sell out super quick. Super quick. Because you're not just up against the In Love With The Process fans. You're up against the Crunchy Finger fans. So if you want to get one of those pins, if you want to buy one of those pins, and they're very inexpensive, uh, make sure you hit up his website. I think it's crunchyfingers.com. Yep, crunchyfingers.com at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday the 15th. This Friday is when you can buy a pin. They are going to go. He only made 100 of those fuckers. And I think the other ones, the, the really exclusive ones, I think it's like runs of 50. Super limited. So if you want to get your hands on one of those pins, that's how you do it. It's crunchyfingers.com. I wanted to come on here and let you guys know, remind you to do so. Um, yeah, man. That's what's going on. Wow, this was a very ragey fucking little check-in. I don't know. I get I get upset. Does it bother you guys that I get this upset? Let me know. I'll try not to rage at you for it, but let me know. Let me know what you think, and uh, let me know what you think of the show so far. And we've had such a fantastic year. Uh, twice the listeners we had last year, over twice the listeners we've had last year. We had a phenomenal month last month, and uh, things are looking good this month. Uh, and it's all because of you. My friends out there, my listeners, the men and women that support the show, the folks that come and sit on the couch, I love all of you guys, and I'm here for you. And, uh, you know, when I, when I go through stuff, I try to be as honest about it as possible, and I just want you guys to, I tell you the truth, because I want you guys to feel like what you're feeling, we're all feeling. Because I know I'm not the only person that went through all that shit with that laptop. I know you guys feel the same way. I know at the end of the year when you're doing your taxes and you're looking at your expense reports and how much you're paying for subscription services and everything else, and you're just like, what am I doing? How much did I make this year? Why am I doing all this? And like I said, I, gear is essential. We need it. Equipment is, is part of our job as filmmakers, as photographers, as chefs. Equipment is a part of our job. My goal and what I try to do on the show is sort through it all. Try to find the people that give a shit about the work 
Try to find the companies that care about us. Try to find the companies that are listening to us when they make their products. Try to find the companies that genuinely, genuinely give a shit about their products. You know what I mean? And thank you to all the sponsors of the show. I love everybody. And thank you, everybody, for supporting us and supporting the sponsors for the show. That's it, man. There's my little check-in. I'll let you guys know how the birthday celebration goes. I'll let you guys know how the gig goes next week. I think it's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Uh, I might be able to sneak over into Comic-Con. We'll see. I'm probably just going to be in a bar somewhere trying to edit this footage and get it up on time. Um, but uh, I'll be here. And even though we're on uh, on gig next week, I'll be sure to have an episode edited and ready to release next Tuesday. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. I love you.